This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Nate Lundy. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks of the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host, uh, S. Drotar on Twitter, if you're so inclined. It is hockey season, of course, and so we're going to look at a couple games a little later on the Thursday night schedule. A smaller a slate, obviously, as you can imagine, on a Thursday. So we will bring in our hockey expert, Nate Lundy. Of course, he's not actually in a spot where he's doing hockey because he's out in L.A. Uh, working on the Super Bowl as we speak. And it's a good reminder, by the way, Nate, to check out the rest of our Sawdust Podcast Network podcasts, including Fade the Noise with Brad Evans and uh, some other guy I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get to uh, play a little uh, podcast and fun with Brad uh, multiple times a week on that one. But, yeah, we've been talking about a lot of uh, our favorite props uh, for the game on Sunday. Uh, And we also mix in, obviously, some NBA, some college basketball as well. But, yep, we are here to talk a little hockey because it might be Super Bowl week. But uh, the NHL, uh, of course, had planned on taking these couple of weeks off to participate in the winter games. But instead, they're using it to make up those games that got postponed. Well, that's probably not the worst thing in the world. I haven't been able to really check in because of the time uh, difference there on on the Olympics. But last time I checked the snowboard, I think it was next to a nuclear plant and there was no sun around it. And I'm not even joking. So uh, I don't even know if they have ice out in in China. So maybe the NHL made the right choice in not sending their (laughs) folks. So uh, let's look at the first one right off the bat. We're going to go to uh, Calgary where the the Flames uh, will host the Maple Leafs. We're going to look at a couple of the better teams in the league uh, right now with not the elite elites we'll get to them in just a moment but when you're talking about the Leafs that are 30 10 and 3 they're great on the road 13 6 and 2 the Flames pretty good at home 8 4 and 4 I mean only four regulation losses 24 13 and 6 they have a home winning streak that they're bringing into this game how do you see it going well, I, this one, uh, Sean, is actually kind of interesting for me because, you know, if we if you and I had uh, been talking about this game last night, I probably would have said, you know, I'm leaning towards uh, Toronto. Uh, I, I'm expecting them to uh, to perform really well. And and then uh, Calgary absolutely kicked the snot out of the Golden Knights last night, uh, right. beat them by the final of six to nothing. Uh, so Calgary is on a back to back. But because they had so much momentum in that game against Vegas, um, you know, they're on, they, they've won six out of their last seven. Um, so I'm actually going to, because I was leaning to Toronto, I'm not going to suddenly swing the pendulum towards Calgary, but instead of looking at the money line in this one, I'm going to look at the total, uh, and I am going to take the over on the six goals. And in fact, between now when we're recording this and puck drop this, this line might move up folks, this might get up to six and a half. So if you can get it at six, you may want to do that. Uh, while you can, uh, as I just said, Calgary scored six by themselves uh, against Vegas and beating them six nothing last night. Uh, but in their previous two games, they have scored six goals total uh, against Arizona, four to two, and then seven in their matchup against the Dallas Stars uh, about a week uh, and some change ago. So you know, Calgary has been hitting the over uh, or pushing that over pretty consistently. So I think be, just knowing that these two teams offensively are very good, I'm going to go to the over here. But uh, again, I, I really thought Toronto was probably in a good place to win this game. And then I saw what Calgary did last night. Well, the last time the Leafs and the Flames played, the Leafs did win that game at home 2-1 to one in overtime, and it was a low-scoring game. But then again, that was three months ago. So I don't know if it really makes much difference, and, and we haven't seen these two teams together since. I do like where Calgary's going, and in fact, I would have taken them on the puck line, but there's way, way, way too much juice you'd have to pay there. Uh, minus 235 over at DraftKings. So I am going to learn a lesson uh, from you, Nate, that you've been teaching us over uh, the course of this season and some of the last season. I 
I am going to take Toronto because I do like uh, the I like the Leafs on the whole. They're fourth in the league in scoring uh, in per game goals. And, of course, they're not on the second of the back-to-back like Calgary. So I'm going to take the 60-minute line, thinking that the Leafs will win this one straight out in regulation. And on that, I can actually get plus money on the Maple Leafs. Uh, just a little bit, but a plus 115, which is a lot better than that minus 140 money line. So I'm going to go with the Leafs in the 60-minute line and hope they win this one on regulation and hope that what happened last time when they went to overtime doesn't happen again. Yeah, I, I think that's a I think that's a strong play, Sean. I, I think that's smart, and a lot of times that's where you can make your money in hockey is by playing that 60-minute line. Yeah, and obviously, you know, times we can get all uh, we can get all creative with our parlays and with all sorts of different player props. But the truth of the matter is still, you know, if you want to go ahead and and make things as easy as possible, as clean as possible, and truth be told, uh, your winning percentage simplify. Right, go ahead and pick the over under, pick a spread, or pick a 60-minute line. Those are the easiest things, and oftentimes the best thing to do. We will go to the next game, and that's uh, the big one of the night. Talk about the feature show. The Colorado Avalanche uh, at home, by the way, um, they don't lose at home. They have two regulation losses at home, Nate. They're 22-2 and two at home. They, of course, have a phenomenal 32-8-4 and four record. Tampa Bay, uh, arguably as good as anybody in the East, 30-10-6. and six. They're terrific on the road, 14-6-2. and two. The Avalanche will not get Nathan McKinnon back. They are targeting a Sunday return, but he is not back from the broken nose and concussion that he suffered that kept him out of the all-star break. But this sort of feels like the uh, the irresistible force and the immovable object. So what have you got? Uh, once again, Sean, I'm going to focus in on the total. Um, you know, these these two teams, um, you know, you're going to think the trends are telling you one thing, because uh, when we talk about the over under, you're talking about a Tampa squad that has hit the under uh, in three straight games um, prior to that all star break. You've got the abs that have actually gone under in two straight, um, but in fact have gone under in six of their last eight games. But I just think this is one where you've got two teams that are so strong on offense. Uh, we've also seen, if you go back and look at the games that Colorado has played recently against teams that are in playoff position. Um, so, you know, if the season ended right now, they would be in a playoff position in those games. Uh, they have been high scoring. Um, we have seen uh, those games winding up with an average of over seven goals uh, to be scored between the two teams. So the fact that this one is also sitting at six, again, a bit of a surprise. Uh, some of the books do already have this at six and a half, but I saw it at BetMGM at only six at this point. Um, these two teams can score. Um, I, you know, you're, there are some folks that believe this is a preview of what the Stanley Cup final could be uh, right. this year, as with the Avs coming out of the West and, and the Lightning coming out of the East again, uh, as obviously the defending cup champions in, in Tampa. But, um, you know, I, despite the goaltending uh, despite the fact that I think Kemper has looked better, obviously we know uh, what what Vasilevsky is is capable of. But both of these teams have so much offensive talent that even when the goaltenders are playing well, the puck is still finding the back of the net. And so uh, it would not surprise me at all, Sean, for this game to finish at a at a four to three type of score. Um, I think these teams match up very well, but Colorado is still going to be without Nathan McKinnon, um, and, and he is so vital to them. They have looked at times a little discombobulated on offense, I'm not going to lie, uh, without him out there. Um, but I think that, that coming out of this break uh, and being frustrated that they lost that home game against Arizona, I expect 
Colorado to come ready to play uh, against a uh, obviously a very high quality opponent. And this is the game of the night. Yeah, absolutely. And and you talk about I love the over, even though you're, you're right when you talk about the, the good goaltending. But these, of course, are terrific offenses. But more than that, uh, you know, Kemper has given up some some big goals at times. And then obviously he can make that kind of mistake against a better offensive team. But I look over at Vasilevsky, Nate, uh, in his last four games, he's given up 12 goals. 12 and no lower than two in any of them so not looking entirely right he did have to participate uh, in the all-star game not that that was a that big a deal it was you know nearly a week ago but he hasn't quite looked right either uh, I do like this game to be one of the more exciting ones I like the high scoring one that you're talking about I really like that one uh, a lot but I think when you're looking at the winner it, it is something of a toss-up that's why I, I'm with you and I, I like that over but I'm going to continue with the uh, I'm going to go with the player prop here. I, I'm not going to go the 60 minute line. I'm going to go with the player prop. I'm going to go and pick Nassim Kadri to get a point. And I actually want him to get a point on the power play because Kadri, of course, the former uh, Maple Leaf has been having the kind of year that has absolutely been bonkers. He's been a, a very clutch type of guy, and he's been known for the Avalanche getting those kind of gritty, greasy goals, sticking his nose in there, getting knocked around a bit, just getting the tips here and there. So I like Kadri with a power play point to get myself some good solid plus money. Yep, I, I agree with that, and I'll throw a player prop out for folks as well in the first game that we talked about between the Maple Leafs and the Flames, and I'll take Andrew Mangiapane. Um, he's got points in three straight games. Um, we expect that game to have the potential to be high scoring. Uh, I certainly think that it will. Um, and, and so he, for him to have a point, Sean, so not power play. Yeah, I was a like, you're point, digging deep uh, here. Kadri's a top yeah, five guy. <laughs> yeah, but Mangiapane, he actually leads Calgary in goals. Um, he doesn't lead them in points because he doesn't uh, tally a lot of assists necessarily, but um, he's got points in three straight games. I think this is going to be high scoring and I can get him for a single point or more at plus 100. And I think that's pretty good odds for the guy that's the leading scorer for the Flames. Yeah, and obviously when you're looking over at this uh, this lightning one too, when you have a player plop to take a, to look at with against the Avalanche on the road where the Avs are, are pretty solid. Is there anyone when you're looking at Tampa that you particularly like? Well, I think the thing with Tampa, Sean, is as as you and I both know, is that you know the you know their top guys uh, are their top guys for a reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the top when, you, guys. when you're. Exactly. When you're building a uh, when you're building a DFS lineup, for example, there's a reason why the the that top line and the and and the the big names for the Lightning always cost you so much uh, in in terms of points because you have Stamkos, you have Hedman, you have Alex Kalorn, uh, and then there in terms of points, and then there's a bit of a drop off when you get down to to like Andre Pilat or or Point or Anthony Sorelli. I always have some fun with Sorelli uh, because he's you know he's a guy that gets in there and is a is so often a part of what's happening for them offensively. He's on the ice quite a bit, um, it, it, and so he's you usually can get him at pretty good odds, but it is going to be hit or miss as to whether you can jump on him. But again, you're going to pay so much in juice when it comes to a headman or a stamp coast that sometimes for the lightning you do really have to dig deep 
Yeah, and that's one of the reasons I stayed away from the matchup of, of this game in many ways. You're talking about, in my opinion, the best two defensive players in the league and Kale McCarr and Victor Hedman. But, of course, because not only are they great defenders but outstanding offensive players, uh, there really isn't uh, much of an advantage to picking them as opposed to anybody else when you're talking about these kind of uh, players out there that can put up the big numbers. But from a fan perspective, that will be worth a watch. That is what we're looking at tonight. Of course, as I mentioned, uh, make sure you catch Nate and Brad Evans over on our other Sawdust Podcast Network show, Fade the Noise. We have a couple others as well for the Super Bowl coming up, but uh, that'll do it for us for hockey tonight. Nate, thanks for taking the time out there uh, in the madness that is uh, Radio Row in L.A. Oh, yeah, it, and madness is a very good way to put it, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> well, well stay. Uh, I, I would say stay busy, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. So we'll make sure that uh, we touch base with all of you in a little bit. Check out uh, the, the uh, Super Bowl podcast there again for Fade the Noise, and we'll be back soon enough with a little more hockey right here. For Nate Lundy, I'm Sean Drotar. Thanks for listening to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network.